Faith. Faith, the final frontier. These are not the voyages of the Star Trek Enterprise. It's the voyages of all of us gathered here. And for many of us gathered here at times, faith and our faith journey can be like a great space exploration journey. For others, probably feels like being excelled and pushed out into the space to die a short, painful death. It can be very, very challenging, our lives of faith. Everything, everything we do, in a sense, has faith involved in it. Whether you believe or not believe, that's still a choice to have faith, to choose not to believe in God, to choose not to believe in his church. It takes faith. You're making a decision for which you don't have all the answers to. We need faith. We're given faith, of course, by God, but at times it doesn't seem like we get a lot, and what we have we don't seem to be able to do very much with. It's a great challenge. It's been a challenge for not just us as Christians, but for all people for a very, very long time. Well, this weekend we have been presented with two widows who in a sense present different ways to respond to the faith and hopefully can hopefully inspire all of us to live a more faith-filled life. Because as a priest, one of the questions I do get asked a lot is, you know, how do I increase my faith? What is faith? What's the nature of faith? Where do I find it? And of course, sometimes, depending on the situation, I don't necessarily always have the best answer because, in a sense, it can be kind of tough to grapple with. But Bishop Robert Barron, one of my favorite people to read and pray with, he talks about the widows this weekend as kind of the exemplars of faith, of people you can go to to see what faith is and what it isn't. And essentially what he says at at its core, faith is something that you have, but also has to be something you willingly give away. That if you think your faith isn't weak, you don't really understand it, take the very little amount of faith that you think you have and give it away. Much the same way, if you want to be a more joyful person, he says, well, take the joy that you have and share it with other people. If it's not much, well, still trust that whatever little joy that you have, that you have in the reserve of your heart, you can use it, give it away. He says sometimes our biggest challenge is that as people, we take the little that we have, instead of giving away and trusting in it, we hold on to it, hoping that somehow, magically, something's going to happen. He says, no, we acquire more joy by sharing it, by not hoarding it, but always giving it away. And that's what we see in the widows today. The widows, first of Zareth, and then the widow at the treasury, they have basically nothing. Actually, less than nothing. But the little they have, when God asks them for it, they trust. They say, yes, we can give this small portion away and see what God will provide. It's amazing to see the response in these readings, but also what happens in our lives of faith. It's one of the most challenging things that we face as Christians, this kind of tension that we live in, that we've been given sometimes maybe not enough faith, but we have to somehow muster up the courage to use it, to share it. Same with our gifts, our talents. We may not think we have a lot of things to offer to the world, but the very little we have can sometimes transform very reality itself. That's a profound thing. St. Cyril of Jerusalem, one of the great church fathers, talks about faith. He says, in many ways, it's like depositing money in a bank, money that's been trusted to you by God himself. At some point, God is going to demand an accounting of what he has given to you. It's a very kind of, I think, encouraging thought, but for others, maybe a scary one. But God has given us, every single one of us, something very particular to us. It doesn't necessarily mean that 
everyone out there is called to be a priest in the same way as my ministerial priesthood, but you are called to share the good news in a way that's so unique to yourself. It could be through, through humor, through our work, through music, through what we have. And we can share that. Sometimes it's just how we contribute in supporting other people. That's a key aspect to our faith. Every time we encounter God, every time we come to church, every time we go to the Adoration Chapel, use a sacrament in our prayer, in a sense, we're receiving in our bank account that faith that we need. And if we have that great courage and strength to recognize that and then try to use it in a way, it's amazing when we come back to that next weekend, we have more there left to use. It's a profound thing. Faith is something that as I continue to grow and develop and, and see, it's always there when I need it, every single time. When I think I don't have the right words, the right action, God himself will provide in those key moments. I get to see that all the time. Much in the same way, I was blessed this weekend to be on retreat with our middle school youth group, our EDGE group. This time, actually, if I'd like to invite all our EDGE members to kind of stand, you can do it. Turn around. This... All right, be seated. Now you're going to make him feel special. <laughs> faith begets faith. These young people couldn't go on retreat without the gift of faith given to them by their parents, by their teachers, by their leaders and mentors here. The fact that people were praying for you all weekend, quite profound, but conversely, throughout the weekend, we are praying for you as well. Faith begets faith. That's the nature of, our, of what we are as people. We don't do this alone. We do this as a people striving day by day, week by week, month by month, pray, prayer by prayer, sometimes just rosary bead by rosary bead, and that's how faith truly comes alive. That's the power that God's given to us and entrusted to us. It's just not something we put off and save up like a college retirement account or I should say a college account or retirement account. It's something we use right here, right now. That's what faith is about. It's a great honor to be able to pray obviously with our youth, but anyone who I come into contact with, that is where faith truly comes alive. Brothers and sisters, hopefully faith journeys for us isn't something like Star Trek. It's not something someone else is doing that we're watching, but something we're actually participating in. We have a great opportunity in this Mass to receive exactly what we need to be the people he wants us to be. Like the widows today, we have a great chance to from our poverty, and we're all spiritually poor, to contribute everything that we have. Let's do that to the best of our ability, this Mass. Just share everything we have with God. Whatever we have, place it on the altar, trusting He's going to give it back to you tenfold. That's the promise He makes to us today. So that, to that end, I hope and pray that as we continue to grow as people of faith, that the faith that we have can truly build, as it has here at Our Lady of Mount Carmel for so long. Also to that end, we also have a great opportunity now to hear from our young people, Christian Geloff. He's going to take a few moments to talk a little bit about faith, about our parish and what it means to him. Hello. My name is Christian Geloff. I'm 17 years old and currently a junior at Michigan Catholic High School. I've been a parishioner at Howard E. Montcalm for all 17 years of my life. I have three older sisters who are all raised here. Two have been married here. Our Lady Mount Carmel has done some wonderful things for my family. We have experienced the love of Christ through this church, through this church, and the people in this parish community. 